we think that if we have authority, then our preferences matter more. And the reality is they don't. They matter the same as they did before. We just get to exert them on others a little differently now. But our preferences aren't any more accurate, more effective, more important to the business than they were before. Hi, and you just entered the Leadership Gym. I'm Randy Hall, I'm an executive coach and leadership consultant, and this is the place where we work on our ability to lead our team, lead our business, and yes, lead ourselves. If you are looking to improve your capabilities as a leader, you are in the right spot. And thank you, thank you for being here and joining me for this discussion on leadership. And I'm excited about today's discussion because we get to talk about one of the things that I watch trip leaders up on a pretty regular basis. It's something that if we're not careful, we lose sight of or get confused. And that is, what are our preferences as a leader? What are the things we kind of want to happen? And then what are our principles? What are the things that are most important as a set of guidelines or tools or ways of thinking about things that are bigger than the preferences that all of us have as individuals on a daily basis but may not be part of how we lead well. They're just part of what makes us human. And so we'll separate those two things and break them down a little bit because if we either get confused or don't understand the difference or haven't thought through these two things in a way that help us lead effectively, we can get ourselves into a lot of trouble where people are trying to chase our preferences rather than have a set of principles that guide the work we do as a team, as a business, as an organization, as a group of people trying to accomplish something amazingly well. So we'll think about that in depth today as we start to break those two components down. Hey, really quickly, if you're not a member of the Leadership Gym yet, let me tell you a little bit about what's in there. Each week, we deliver a video leadership workout and a leadership fitness plan that accompanies that workout. We kind of keep with this gym theme here in terms of our ability to learn and practice and grow and develop and get stronger as leaders. And this means that you as a leader get support with new ideas, new concepts, proven leadership tools, and also some practice time. A way to go through some exercises that cause you to think about your success as a leader and how to achieve more of it. That's what the fitness plan does for you. We also have live Q&A sessions that help you get some of your most pressing or challenging leadership questions answered, or you can ask questions about the concepts, processes, and tools that we teach so that you can use these leadership tools to get the results that you want. There are live group video coaching sessions that let you work through any of the specific challenges you might have or things that you might be facing currently in your leadership role and want some support with. One hour a week in the leadership gym will completely change the game for you as a leader. Choose the workouts that you care about the most. Roll your sleeves up and become better at leadership. That's why we built the gym, and it's waiting there for you so that you can create your best future as a leader or so that you can support your team of leaders as they build their best future, or you can do both. I hope you join us there. Simply go to leadershipgym.com to join us. 
and start today moving toward the leader that you are most proud of being, the leader that can make the biggest difference for you and those around you. Okay, let's talk a little bit about these concepts of preference and principle in a way that helps us use them to lead differently and more effectively. So a lot of times we will get into a leadership role and we think that as we gain authority or as we become in charge of things or as we get into a role where we get to make more organizational decisions, we think that if we have authority, then our preferences matter more. And the reality is they don't. They matter the same as they did before. We just get to exert them on others a little differently now. But our preferences aren't any more accurate, more effective, more important to the business than they were before. We just have authority and we can cause people to pay attention to our preferences in a way that's different than it was before. Before, if we weren't in charge of something and we're sitting in the room or we're discussing something with a colleague or a coworker, we have to use influence to get them to care about what we think. And once we're in a leadership role, we can use authority to cause people to have to care about what we think. The reality is we cause them to have to listen to what we think. They still get to decide whether they care about it or not. But we have to make sure that our preferences don't feel more important to us now because we're in leadership or because we got a management role. They're the same preferences. However, we are charged as leaders with setting up some guiding principles that matter for the team, that matter for the way we do the work, that matter for how we're gonna build a better or stronger business or organization. And sometimes these preferences and principles can directly compete. I think everyone on my team should be accountable, is in direct competition with, I would like you to have that report to me by Friday. Or I think you should handle this client issue this way. Because if I want them to be accountable, then it's not about following my instructions. It is about doing great work. It is about them making good choices, good decisions, and executing them well. And so it's not about following my instructions if I want accountability. And yet, that can be my preference, that people follow my instructions, where the principle is that I want people to be accountable. So these things can actually get in the way of each other. We have to make a choice about whether we want those people to be accountable to what we want or to what the business needs. And those are two very different things. And keep in mind, as we consider what the business needs, it may be what the business needs even if we're not in this role. Because one day we might get promoted or we might not be there for the daily guidance. Somebody else will, they might have different preferences, but they could have principles that absolutely align. So when we think about what's best for the business, it's not just best right now, it's best longer term. If I really wanted a team that's accountable, I wouldn't tell them how to do their job unless they ask me for feedback so they can improve as part of their own accountability. Okay, principles. Think about this. A principle could be, I want us to create a great client experience. A preference could be, we should tell our clients this. 
Now that's a way to create a great client experience, but it's just one way. And just because we have authority doesn't mean we're smarter at it or better at it. And this is where we get in trouble as leaders, that now I'm in authority, so I must be smarter, I must have better answers, I must have more experience, I must have a different perspective on this, and I might sometimes. But to assume that my preferences are now the right thing for the business all the time, it's not actually true. It is a place for us to fall into a trap if we think about our preferences as being the things we get done rather than the set of principles. I remember years ago, I was in a workshop where we were working with a group of leaders and on a break somewhere mid-morning, one of the leaders was checking his email like we all do on breaks. And he noticed that one of his salespeople had sent out an email at 9.15 or somewhere in that ballpark. And he got exceptionally angry. And as I noticed that, as I was walking around the room having a few conversations, I stopped and I said, what's so frustrating? And he said, look at this. I've got a sales rep who is still at home sending out an email at 9.15. Now, this is a while back where we weren't as adept at emails on the phone. And it was a way that managers sometimes used to see if their people were out working, which in that world you could. In today's world, it's a little more challenging. Whether they were out working with customers, out making calls, or whether they were still sort of doing work in their home office, which he thought was a terrible thing to be doing at nine o'clock in the morning, because that's when you should be in front of your customers. Nobody could argue with that. The principle is that we should maximize time in front of our customers and do that in a way that causes us to make great sales results happen. But now his preference was that at 9.15, that person was not sending emails. Well, lots of things could go on there. He, he may be the kind of person that makes calls until six in the afternoon. He may have an appointment with one of his hospitals that he's been trying to get. In that time, they were in hospital sales. One of his hospitals that he's been trying to get to for a while, one of his clients. And he's on his way to it here in just a moment. But because of that, he didn't go make other calls that morning. There could be a million different things that still line up with the principle, but get in the way of that one preference. I think this person should have done this differently today in this moment. It's small thinking. It is little detailed micromanagement when we think about what time. And it doesn't help people become more accountable, even though it was a very strong preference for this person. Okay, let's look at a couple more examples here. Preferences. I, I don't want people to make mistakes on our team. Like, I think we should have fewer mistakes. Well, what if a principle is, I want people to learn and improve. I want us to grow and try new things and innovate and figure things out and get smarter as we go. Well, all of those things rely on mistakes as part of that process. And so we have to think about which one of those do we care more about and how do we illustrate that? Because if we say, here's our principle, I want us to learn and grow and improve on this team and get better. And then our preference is, I wish my people would make fewer mistakes or that my preference is, I wish you as an individual hadn't made this mistake today. It competes. Principle, let's think about one that is real live today kind of, of thinking. I want people to return to work safely if I'm in an office or in a job where I want people to get back and as quickly as they are able. That's a principle. I want people to return to work safely and as quickly as they are able. It's a bigger picture thing. Preference. We should have everyone back in the office by the end of the month. 
Well, that's a preference. I'd love everybody back here, but it may or may not connect with, align with our principle of I want it to be safe and as quickly as they are able. Circumstances are different. So as we think about these things, and I'm just laying out some examples here so we can put them in context, but principles are strategic. They are the things that we as leaders are responsible for. I am responsible. If I'm gonna build a culture, build a strong team, build a thriving organization, I am responsible for building some principles with my team, maybe, but certainly leading that effort, making sure that we have some principles that guide our work and help us be good, help us be better, help us get amazing results. That's my job, or at least part of it as a leader, to give us some guiding principles to work with. And it doesn't mean I have to think of them all by myself. It doesn't mean I build them in a vacuum. It does mean that I lead the effort to make sure that we have them. And certainly my thoughts are part of that effort. Okay, that's strategic. It is bigger picture. It's where we are headed. It's who we are. It's how we work. It's at that level. Preferences are tactical. Preferences are generally in the moment things. Preferences are generally smaller in nature. They are more minute in terms of our directions or in terms of the level of execution or the level of thinking required to execute them differently. And that's kind of the difference between strategic and tactical. What level are we thinking at? How big is our consideration? How far out? Are we considering things when we think about where we want to be over time? Principles are strategic. Preferences are tactical. We don't want to get caught as a leader making tactical decisions that other people have to go execute because it slows the process down. Oh, the boss wants this now. Or, oh, the boss thinks you have to leave your house by 745 or you're not effective. When those things may or may not be true, the principle be effective. Preference would be what time you leave your house. Principles are higher level. Preferences are lower level. They matter less in terms of the long term. When you think about this time frame, that's also true. Principles are longer term. They help us get better for next quarter, next year. Preferences are immediate. I want you to do this right now or I think this needs to change immediately. Principles are consciously decided. They are things that you've thought about and selected that we should move toward. Preferences are generally impulsive. Here's what I feel like now. I've watched bosses weigh in on the color things should be. I've watched bosses weigh in on what time people should clock in or clock out. I've watched bosses weigh in on things like when the break should be scheduled in certain organizations. You see this and they're completely tactical. They're completely preferential. They are not necessarily causative in terms of getting us to the principles and the bigger things, the bigger strategic approaches that we needed to have. Principles are based on what's best for the team or the business. Preferences are based on what I want even though I'm in an authority role, what I want or need or what I would find more comfortable. And we have to check ourselves as leaders to make sure that we are not basing our choices on our individual wants, needs, or comfort level. 
that becomes very challenging. Now, let me give a couple of caveats here because there may be people listening to this that say, well, wait a minute. What about what I need? What about what I want? What about the way I lead and the way I think I can do it better if I have support or help? These are all reasonable thoughts to have. And so it's okay if we're saying, hey, what's the best way for us to work together? I've had conversations and I've watched uh, other leaders better than myself have conversations that say, hey, how should we communicate? How often should we meet? And certainly be able to shape those discussions with the things that we also feel most comfortable with. So it's not as if we have to adapt every preference we have to whatever somebody else wants. That's not what I'm saying here. And I'm bringing this up because I know what the objections sound like when we have this kind of conversation with leaders. But what's important here is to say, hey, how do you think this might work for you? And then shape that and say, hey, you know what? I would be better off if we did it at this time, but I want to make sure that still works for you. Not because my preference is the one of someone in authority, you have to now give up your preference because now we've handicapped the people that are executing the really important work. We've handicapped the people that may be facing the client or maybe closest to the challenges they're trying to solve. We've handicapped them by making them conform. If I think eight o'clock meetings are great for me, but other people are doing their planning for their day at that time right now, it's probably not a smart thing to do to, to have my people plan less in order to attend a meeting with me. That may not line up with the guiding principles I think make a great team. I may think effective planning in the morning gives you a phenomenal day compared with no planning. So it is not that I can't add my thoughts in about the things that would make this easy for me to execute too. It is saying that I need to flex where I can in order to have a more effective team. And the way that I do that is by understanding their preferences and what works best for them and adjusting where I can. As a leader, we get to dictate more of our time sometimes than other people on our team do, which means we have more flexibility. And that's not always true, but depending on our role, we might. And if we do, then we should use that flexibility to create a stronger team. And this is one of the ways that we make that happen. The other thing I want to make sure that I leave you with is we think about this concept of preference versus principle and which one we should be focused on building and spending time thinking about. The one other concept that I want to leave you with is that they shouldn't be incongruent. They shouldn't appear different. So if I do say, hey, I expect you guys to learn and grow and try new things, but then I start to blame people for making mistakes or I start to harp on people that maybe are a little bit slower as they learn but are still trying, then I start to run the risk of creating an environment where the things I say are most important are principles, are guiding principles in the way we work and the success we achieve and the things we're known for. I start to say that those things don't matter as much as my impulses in the moment. Those things don't matter as much as what I feel like right now. Those things don't matter as my little emotional needs in a conversation as a leader. And as a leader, 
we can't do that and expect people to be engaged or effective because now they don't know what we really mean or they have to figure it out. We've added tons of ambiguity to what people are supposed to go do well or why they're supposed to go do it well or how we're going to react if they do it less well. We need to create a world where we've got guiding principles that we support with the way that we operate on a daily basis, not undermine with the way that we operate on a daily basis. So I'll leave you with this. Think about what your principles are and then think about where you can adjust your preferences so that they line up with those principles. And if you haven't done the work of sitting down and saying, hey, what are my guiding principles? as a leader what are the things i want to be a hallmark of this team and how we work and how we think and how we communicate if i haven't done that work it's great work to do and it will help you begin to identify the preferences you have that might get in the way of it so give that some thought it will change the game in terms of how you think about leadership and how you think about the things that you do and the signals you send and the interactions you have with your team each week Do that work and see if it starts to change your own behaviors and help you get to the next level as a leader. Hey, if you like the conversations we're having here and the information that we're bringing to you, leave us a review. I hope we've earned a five-star one. So wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure that you take a second and just click that fifth star. If you get a chance to give us some feedback there or let others know what you found valuable there, we appreciate that as well. Thanks so much for spending time with us today. Go make a difference.